The following episode of An Evening at the Movies is brought to you by the I Did Not Make These Rankings Podcast Network, Masturbators, Crushgasm, An Evening at the Movies, The Sip List, Love is Black, Men are the Prize, Crime Rewind, Literature Reapers, all of your podcast needs can easily be met in one place at www.idnmtrpodcastnetwork.com. And remember, at the end of the day, I did not make these rankings and fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Have a nice day and enjoy the episode. This is everybody's favorite movie-based podcast where we eat popcorn, drink water, down sodas, and discuss all of our favorite movies and why we love them. I am your excited-to-be-here host, Casey, and I am joined on this episode by not Amanda because her is busy celebrating her 10th wedding anniversary in Cancun, fucking Mexico, asshole. But um, definitely happy anniversary, Amanda. We um, hope you have an amazing time. But we are joined on this episode today by everybody's favorite other Reaper herself, Miss Two Show Shanna's with us as well. Hello, Welcome everybody. Back. Welcome to Show Shanna. And, well, let's rip the Band-Aid right off the ouchie and let the Evening at the Movies listeners know, why are you two show Shanna? 
Because in the last week, not one, but two shows that I co-host on has been picked up by the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network. And it is proudly joining an evening at the movies on the SIP list. And Love is Black and uh, Crushgasm, Men are the Prize, Masturbators. Did I miss I any? Uh, literature Reapers. Yeah. Well, I said Literature Reapers and Crime Rewind have joined. So, so. I am officially now known as Tusha Shanna. So the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network is growing stronger. It is growing bigger. And it's going to continue to get bigger and stronger because we are not content with... We are content with the family that we have built so far, but we would love to continue to grow the network in size and strength because we are only a better network if we are strong as a whole together. So, with all that said, we are here today for this episode to discuss some Robin Williams results for you from the Robin Williams Memorial Tournament that we've had going on the last couple of weeks. Are you ready to get into this? I know some Not... of these results are going to make me super happy, and I know some of them are going to break my heart, but I am ready. <laughs> this is part of the reason why Amanda's glad that she's in Cancun and not here to literally um, unload on everybody who voted against a couple of these matchups that she felt did not go the way she wanted them to go. So Amanda will be back with us next week, and hopefully by then she will have calmed down and let the anger and hostilities go. I doubt it. Because... Yeah, probably not. She's short. She's blonde. She's feisty as fuck, and feisty as hell. So I would do my best to be prepared to help try and keep the feistiness at bay. But at the end of the day, I will probably fail people. So we are going to kick everything off with our first set of results. So I will go through this round's results, and then after we're all done with that, then I will go through what each of these movies will match up with in the next round as well, so there's less confusion. So our first matchup, we have Good Morning Vietnam versus Patch Adams. No. Yes. Good Morning Vietnam versus Patch Adams. And with 61% of the votes, Good Morning Vietnam is moving on to the next round. This one hurts. I love Patch Adams so much. I love both of these moods. If you think it was bad last round with some of these matchups, it's going to only get worse the further we go into this. Yes. I mean, probably not the next matchup, but, you know. Um... Our next matchup we have is What Dreams May Come versus the number six rank, seventh ranked Bicentennial Man. And with this quadrant of the brackets upset, 
we have Bicentennial Man moving on to the next round with 61% of the votes. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's not the words Amanda would be using if she was here right now. Fucking bullshit. Uh, probably even more colorful than that, but that definitely surprised me. Not the Bicentennial Man's not a great movie. But What Dreams but... May Come is iconic. Yes. I am of the opinion, I am the portion of your host that will not vote shame. I oh, I will. How these, I'll do it I, enough for both of us. I know. Amanda. You and Amanda both will vote shame all over the place, which is why I will keep my neutrality, and I understand the fact that this is how brackets go. You're not always going to have... People that are wrong. Your favorite. Move on. So, Uncultured um, swine. <laughs> Our last matchup in this quadrant of the bracket is uh, the number four ranked Popeye versus number two, the Birdcage. And actually, what I thought was a pretty shocking number, with only 74% of the votes, the Birdcage is moving on to the... As it should. As well, it should. The Birdcage is a great movie. Popeye, for me, is incredibly nostalgic movie and very memorable. And there is aspects of Popeye that I absolutely love. I mean, I get it. You're old. You have to hold on to the memories that you still have. I get it. But you're not much younger than I am there, lady. So I'm, I don't have memory issues. I don't think. True. <laughs> Birdcage should have won on. And I'm so glad I did. I voted that way. Finally, one of my picks. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have so much luck in this quadrant of the bracket. No. I mean, there's three going on, two further rounds, and two of them were not the ones you voted for. Right. Go figure. It's got to be a conspiracy. Uh, well, let's move on to another quadrant and see how your picks for that quadrant went as well. Uh, we have uh, number one, Insomnia, versus number three, Awakenings. And with 57% of the votes, barely moving on to the next round. Awakenings will be moving on. I was not super invested in that matchup. I mean, I was good with either one, really. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy both movies. I voted for Awakenings, but... I think I did, too. At the end of the day, that's one of those ones where if Insomnia had won, I wouldn't have been... Right. Amanda upset. So from now on, we're going to, every time somebody gets overly excitedly upset, we're just going to refer to that as Amanda upset. Because, yes. Um, and we'll find out why when I get to my next quadrant, I believe, because that's the one where shit hit the fan when I can't. Yep. That's the one where the shit hit the fan on the votes. So spoiler alert, big one coming up here soon. But before we get to that, we have a couple more. Next up, we have Boulevard 
number five Boulevard versus number six Happy Feet. And with 54% of the boats, Boulevard is moving on to the next round. I went Happy Feet with that one. I, yeah, I don't feel like a lot of people saw Boulevard as it's one of those movies on this bracket that I think is one of his last three movies or four movies that he did. I don't think I've ever seen it. I had never heard of it until this bracket, so I haven't seen it yet. It's one that I will be looking at watching probably in the next couple of months when things start settling back down because things are starting to get kind of busy for all of the podcasts and whatnot. But um, I've heard from a couple people since the tournament started that Boulevard is a good movie. I just, I voted Happy Feet 2 because I've seen Happy Feet 2. Haven't seen Boulevard yet. And it's kind of not fair to vote for a movie that you haven't seen. The only way I would vote for a movie that I haven't seen is if the movie it was up against was one I had seen and absolutely hated. Or up against another movie that you haven't seen. Right. Then it's like, eh, lesser of two evils, flip a coin. Right. At that point, I'd be watching the trailers and making a decision based on that. Which sometimes that could be a good way of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, some of these sometimes, especially like now when you have like only a two-day voting window, you don't necessarily have the time to sit down and one, find a movie that may not necessarily be available streaming. Get it in your possession, put it in, watch it, and develop a good, solid opinion of it. So right. the best way to figure it out would And be... some of Robin's movies, you have to watch more than once to truly appreciate the humor or the, the nuances of his acting ability. Yeah, and like one of those is like Good Morning Vietnam, even. That's definitely a off-the-wall quirky performance that I think the more you watch it, the more his genius truly sinks in. I don't feel once or twice watching it is going to be enough to fully appreciate how great of a job he did in that movie. My own personal opinion, though. Um, Are we done? No, we are not done with this one yet. We have one more. Uh, we've got number nine toys versus number two, the Fisher King. And with 60% of the votes, the Fisher King is moving on. Good. Because toys, like I've said, in every reveal that we've done for results, icks me out. Cringy. Well, I mean, I personally enjoy the cringy, but you know, the cringy is not always for everybody as well so um we're gonna get a little bit um family friendly in the next quadrant of the bracket though and we're gonna move on to aladdin versus rv and it wasn't even close at this point. And Aladdin will be moving on to the next round with 90% of the votes. I didn't expect that one to be close at all. I mean, RV is a fun movie, but 
I'm it's sorry. It's no Aladdin. It's no. I mean, there's a reason why Aladdin is a number one seed. It probably is one of his top four or five performances of all time. Yeah. And I kind of thought maybe because I know what the next matchup is that we we might get Aladdin versus Aladdin in the next round because the next matchup is Aladdin King of Thieves versus the number seven ranked Death to Smoochie. But with all that said, the creepy Death to Smoochie garnered 55% of the votes and we'll be moving on to take on Aladdin in the next round. I am sorry, Death to Smoochie, but you might have hit a brick wall going into the next round. I think a lot of the ones that slipped by based on, you know, placement in the brackets, you know, they won because they were placed up against movies that weren't quite as great, too. Unfortunately, we're we're weeding those out, and it's the heavy hitters against the heavy hitters. Yeah, well, because, yeah. We're down to the last, what, one, two, three, four, four, last four rounds of the tournament. So at this point, we'll have twelve movies left after this week, after mm-hmm. I reveal all these results. And even upset wise, the movies that have moved on are great movies. They may not necessarily, you know be some people's favorites because of what they beat to get to where they are at right now. But speaking of that, um, I have a matchup that is the number nine ranked hook and number two ranked dead poet society. Shannon knows the results on this one. I do. Cause they voted this way. Amanda knows the results on this one too and I wonder if her ears are burning right now in Cancun because we're talking about this this is the matchup people that I'm sorry to say you guys need to fear her wrath next week because when she comes back she will be loaded for bear with 51% of the vote can I announce it can I announce it (laughs) Yes, because then I can officially say I did not say it. Shanna announced it, and therefore, if she's got a problem with it, she can come to you. So, 51% of the votes, and the movie moving on is... Hook! (laughs) Oh, dear Lord, Amanda's going to kill us both. Um, (laughs) So, again... Nothing against either of these movies. I love both of these movies. Personally, I voted for Dead Poet Society. I know Shanna voted the other direction. I think both movies are great movies. I, again, would have been happy. And had they not faced each other, they probably would have beat whatever they went up against. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, either of those movies 
could have been destined to go very, very, very deep into this bracket. So that leaves us three more matchups to reveal. And then we will know who all of our final 12 movies will be. So I'm just going to get this one out of the way because this movie has not had one vote against it for two fucking rounds now. So unfortunately, the number two ranked world's greatest dad fell victim to the juggernaut. That is the number four ranked Mrs. Doubtfire and Mrs. Doubtfire is moving on again. Surprise! Percent of the votes. I, I, Mrs. Doubtfire is iconic, Robin Williams. Like, you ask anybody, you know, who Robin Williams is, and they automatically attribute him to Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. That's no, going to be I, tough to beat. The fact that Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Um, I know who potentially Mrs. Doubtfire could have to play in the next round. And depending upon who wins this week, that will be an interesting matchup. But the fact that Mrs. Doubtfire was ranked number four in this bracket is a pure tragedy. In my opinion, there is absolutely no reason at all why that movie should have been this low. Because people are wrong. I mean, it, it, it affects, again, and it, we are all a part of the network that says I did not, not make these make rankings. These rankings. Heavy, heavy on the not. Um, these rankings come from Rotten Tomatoes. And, and what do we say? Um, in case, fuck Rotten fuck Tomatoes. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. I get to say that now. And yes, you do, because you are a part of the network. Um, so that leaves us two more matchups. We've got number five, Cadillac Man, versus number six, Jumanji. And with not 100% of the votes, but close to 100% of the votes, 94% of the votes, Jumanji is moving on to the next round. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Yeah, I've seen Cadillac Man a couple of times. I think it, it slipped through based on what it was up against prior. You know, it's just the better of the two movies. And then it gets in this round by sheer luck of the draw. And then it gets smacked in the face by Jumanji. Yeah. And there are worse well, ways to go out. I mean, it could have been taken out by no. one hour photo. <laughs> Nothing got taken out by one hour photo, though. I know. It almost got taken out by one hour photo, but it did not. But no, Cadillac Man lost out or beat Final Cut in the first round. And again, I think Final Cut is one of those movies that not a lot of people have seen. So um, the fact that more people have probably seen Cadillac Man is probably why it got moved on. And Sorry, Cadillac Man, but you met a juggernaut in the second round, and unfortunately, you will not make it onto the third round. I think I might watch Jumanji today. I think it's on Netflix. I think all the whole Jumanji franchise is on Netflix. I could be wrong. 
I think the whole franchise is sitting there floating around on some streaming service. Yeah. Um, last matchup of this round, we have the number one ranked Goodwill Hunting versus the movie that Shannon and I talked at length about for like 45 minutes last week. And evidently that did not help out enough. But the number 10 ranked nine months. It helped out a little bit. It did help out a little bit because Goodwill Hunting did not win with 100% of the votes. Goodwill Hunting will move on to the next round with 86% of the votes, though. I voted for nine months. I voted for nine months. My brother voted for nine months. I think a couple more people voted for nine months that I can remember right off the top of my head. Otherwise, it was a goodwill hunting buzzsaw. So um, to further along what I was going to say, though, or I said it a couple minutes ago, and our next round matchups, though. So we'll just get to that, and we'll start with this bracket that we're currently on. Um, next round, we have Goodwill Hunting versus Jumanji. Ooh, that one's going to be a tough one. I feel like those are going to be pretty head-to-head. Yes. And because of the fact that there isn't exactly the right amount of numbers for everything to be going through perfectly, we do have buys in this round, like I said last round as well. Mrs. Doubtfire will be getting a buy into the next round, which means, for those of you who are not well-versed in how brackets work, Mrs. Doubtfire automatically moves on to the next round and will take on the winner of Jumanji versus Goodwill Hunting. I feel like the, the battle with Jumanji and Goodwill Hunting is going to be the people that prefer dramatic Robin Williams to comedic Robin Williams. And yes. that it's just going to be which preference comes out in numbers to, to vote. Yeah, I, I swear to God, and I'm not trying people's votes one way or the other, but if you guys want Amanda to have a nuclear fucking meltdown next week, I recommend everybody vote in droves for Jumanji. Because if she loses Dead Poet Society and Goodwill Hunting in back-to-back weeks, oh, <laughs> I'm going into hiding. And y'all can finish doing the rest of this fucking bracket because <laughs> I will not want to incur the wrath of her over that one. This is one, this next um, set of voting, I will definitely be out there campaigning, not necessarily trying to encourage the vote to go one way or another but encouraging people to vote because these are the kinds of brackets where your vote really can make the difference in the outcome like because here's the point not so much in this one that we just revealed but like the next one there's a margin of victory of 55 percent there's a margin of victory of 51 percent um You're silent. So, like 
I was saying, there's margins of victory in this last round of 55%, 51%, 54%, That seems like big enough margins, but I'm actually sitting here looking at these numbers and counting. Some of these seven, eight point percentage point victories are only one or two votes, people. So you cannot say my vote doesn't count. One vote could make a huge difference in whether a move moves on to the next round or drops out in the third round. Or and if you don't round. vote, I don't want to hear you bitch. And that's the other point, too. And we've said it this tournament. We've said it to Tom Hanks as well. We won't tell you you can't, but at the same time, if you don't vote, you really don't have a leg to stand on because you had the damn chance and voting is open on these things for two days. And, and it's simple to vote. All you have to do is either type in your choice or click a selection. So, you know, and you get up to four opportunities with each matchup. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn either, but I like to believe that I try and keep everybody well-versed and um, okay. Okay, we're one day left in the voting. Exactly. Make sure you get your votes counted. So, um, my phone just did something stupid without nobody touching it. Um, so definitely, definitely make sure you get your votes out. And because if you don't get your votes out, your favorite movie may not be moving on to the next round. And by that standard, great movies that don't make it out of this round may make it easier for movies that are lesser quality to get deeper into this tournament as well. Not that these movies are not great, because all of these movies at this point are incredibly... All these movies were great to begin with, but as we get Except one hour photo. deeper and deeper into this... Well, I mean, One Hour Photo did lose in the first round to nine months by 51% of the votes. That's too close for comfort. Again, 51% of the votes. It was one vote, people. One vote determined whether one hour photo or nine months moved on to the second round. So, um, yes, next matchup. We have number one, Aladdin, will be taking on number seven, Death to Smoochie. I think we all know how that one's going to go. Yes which will set up an interesting matchup in the fourth round because the winner of Aladdin versus Death to Smoochie will take on the upset master itself, the number nine ranked hook. Oh, fuck my life. Which will be getting a bye through the third round to the fourth round. And like I said, we'll take on the winner of Aladdin versus Death to Smoochie. So it's going to be hook and Aladdin. Uh, Death to Smoochie could shock the world. I, mean, I doubt it. I I figured Dead Poet Society was moving on and Hook moved on. So I'm not counting anybody out at this point. If, again, if people don't vote, shit could go sideways really fucking fast in this thing. I so. will create so many fucking Facebook accounts, not even playing. <laughs> uh, I. Unfortunately, I can see Shanna doing that. So, 
Uh, next round, next matchup in the third round, we have number three, Awakenings, versus number five, Boulevard. And the winner of that matchup will take on the number two ranked Fisher King in the fourth round. So third round, Awakenings versus Boulevard. Winner makes takes on Fisher King in the fourth round. I feel like that's probably one of those ones that Shanna's called probably yeah, lukewarm on. I'll I'll watch some previews and some trailers and make a decision. <laughs> um, and the last matchup of the third round, we have Good Morning Vietnam. We'll be taking on the number seven ranked Bicentennial Man. And the winner of that matchup will take on, in the fourth round, the number two ranked The Birdcage. Damn it, these are so, getting tricky. Because now you got to vote strategically. Like, do you pick it, yeah. a movie that you like less because you want the movie that it's going up against to, you know, have that better chance at winning? Do you automatically just pick the movies that you like because that's ideally how brackets go? I mean, what do you do? There's a lot going on at this point. And like I said, we've got, what, one, two, three, four matchups to vote on this week. Mm-hmm. So, um, ultimately, at the end of the day, you're probably going to have, again, another four matchups next week that are going to be great matchups as well. I mean, I have my guesses as to what's going to be moving on. I'm not going to throw that out there. I'm going to let people make up their own own minds by, based on their own but you'll be able to tell by when I post the ballots Sunday night as to when I'm leaning towards moving on into the Elite Eight so um, let's see we've got like I said four matchups coming up this round uh, Goodwill Hunting versus Jumanji uh, Awakenings versus Boulevard Aladdin versus Death to Smoochie, and Good Morning Vietnam versus Bicentennial Man. Is there any one of those four matchups that intrigues you the most? I, I'm going to be really curious to see how the Bicentennial, mat, Bicentennial Man match plays out. Because people, I don't know what it is, but they have a hard-on for that movie, and I don't get it. Yeah, and I, again, like I said, when I revealed the results, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I've seen Bicentennial Man. I enjoyed it. It's going up against Good Morning Vietnam. But I've seen upsets in this tournament. I, At this point, I would not be surprised if Bicentennial Man didn't pull off one more upset as well. I If it does... I will go be so bold to predict right now if Good Morning Vietnam does not make it out of this round and Bicentennial Man does, I do not think Bicentennial Man will make it out of the Elite Eight. 
and into the final four. That or not, or else I'm going to think you rigged this just to piss me off. Um, why would I want to rig this to piss you off, considering I had one of my favorites to go deep into this tournament was the Birdcage and the winner of Good Morning Vietnam and Bird, or winning Good Morning Vietnam and by a centennial man takes on the birdcage in the fourth round. Very true. So, um, I think for me, the one other than that one that intrigues me the most is the Goodwill Hunting versus Jumanji. Like you said, because you've got two distinct Robin Williams styles yeah. on display in that matchup. And it's really going to come down to which Robin Williams you prefer in that. Because, and there's nothing wrong with either of these two movies. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm probably going to be voting for Goodwill Hunting for the, just for the pure fact alone that it's the movie that got him his Academy Award. Yeah. Not saying that he doesn't have other performances that weren't worthy of Academy Award performances or Academy Awards, but um, I don't know. I by the time I post these voting threads, I may end up changing my mind. I don't know at this point. They're great matchups all the way through. And if so, I'm unable to decide, I might split my votes. See, that's the other beauty of. And I hadn't even thought about this until our last bracket when we did the Tom Hanks birthday bracket. But with there being multiple places to vote, you don't have to cast all your votes for one movie. If you can't decide between Goodwill Hunting and Jumanji, there's what, four places to vote? Mm-hmm. You can throw two to Jumanji and two to Goodwill Hunting, or you can throw three to Goodwill Hunting and one to Jumanji, or However you decide to do it as a voter, we will not. As long as you vote, we don't care. Vote, vote, vote. That voting is the most important part of this. And so, Casey may not may not ridicule you for your votes, but I will. So vote right. Amanda will too. Especially when she doesn't get her way. We vote love like Amanda. an adult. We love Amanda to death, but Amanda doesn't like to lose. So. With all of that said, um, again, I will have the votes, voting threads posted late Sunday night. So voting will run from Monday morning through Wednesday morning. And then we will be back here next week to announce your Elite Eight movies which will be competing to see who will be moving on to the final four. So as always, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for voting. Even if you don't necessarily vote my way or Amanda's way or Shanna's way, thank you for voting. As long as you vote, that's what matters the most. Uh, Shanna, is there anything coming up on any of your shows that you would like to let the listeners know about? Uh, let's see. Well, Casey and I recorded Crime Rewind earlier, so that will be dropping on Tuesday. 
Um, we are getting ready to record my much anticipated episode of an evening at the movies called or covering Cool as Ice. <laughs> Casey's not a fan. I, on the other hand, am about to watch it for the second time in two days, this time sober. Yeah, I'm about ready to watch it for, well, I mean, I've seen the opening 15 minutes probably three or four times today alone, only because I keep falling asleep. But um, I will not share any more opinions. I will save those for said episode. But I will definitely get to prepping the episode as well so that I can get that released for you. And that will be available this Wednesday on an evening at the movies as well. Um, also coming up, I will be getting a recording session scheduled with Ashley from 30 Flirty and Not Thriving Reimagined, I believe is the adjective at the end of that. Yes, I think so. And we will be discussing On the Line starring Lance Bass. I've said it enough the last couple of weeks, it's finally sinking into my head what the name of the movie is. As well, um, we've got some big stuff coming up on An Evening at the Movies as well. Um, we've got uh, Dre from Masturbators will be coming in hopefully in the next couple of weeks and sitting down and discussing Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood for his King Dre birthday episode of An Evening at the Movies. Um, We've got some other stuff coming up in August as well as September will be Shanna's birthday episode, which mm -hmm. we will be discussing Good Burger. And then the ultimate birthday as well, because as everybody knows, who has been a fan of the show since from the beginning, September is always all month long Stephen King birthday bonanza. So Amanda and I will be starting at Carrie. And working our way through the Stephen King Cinematic Library from start to finish, step by step. Not all in one month, remind you. We're only going to do five, four or five movies in September. But we will be doing Carrie, uh, Salem's Lot, The Shining, Creepshow, and I believe Christine at the end of September. So stay tuned for that. Followed up after that, we've got Halloween Horror Fest coming up as well. Um, there will be an episode coming up rather quickly with Chancey Greif from uh, Maniacal Musical Musifications, where he'll be coming in to discuss another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, as well as... We're looking at possibly having him on for Hellraiser in October. And speaking of Hellraiser in October, he will be guesting on Literature Reapers and his book that he has selected for us to read and discuss is The Hellbound Heart, which is written by Clive Barker and is the book that Hellraiser is based on. So all of that said, I know that was a lot but I encourage everybody to stay tuned in on social media and 
we will keep you updated as to what's coming up and when it's coming up and how it's coming up and all of that as well. So thank you, Shannon, for being here again. Thank you for having me. Always. We will be having you back again next week so I can incur the wrath of both of you at the same time when we reveal these results again. So you're going to have listeners pray for the wrath of two tiny people that have to tippy toe in the shallow end of the pool. Uh, please pray for my soul because I'm going to need it next week because these two are going to kill me. I swear. Um, but again, thank you guys for being here. And I think with all that said, um, we hope you guys come back for an evening at the movies. Have a good week, guys. We will see you guys next week. Bye. You're the boss, the king, the shot. Say what you wish. It's yours. True dish about a little more boggling As I'm a columnist, but all of columnists. You ain't never had a friend like me. No, 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 Oh, you got a genie boy, child to pay. I got a power bar to help you out. So much you wish, I really want to know. You got mystics, three miles long, no doubt. Well, all you got to do is go black and go, hey!